A podcast network. I'm Mitchell Froom, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate. Putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select with the help of our friend Synchronicity Radio 8 Ball Give us a shake Radio 8 Ball Give us a shake It's a Radio 8 Ball show Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out with our musical guest, Joe Bourdais. Hello. And Joe Bourdais is bringing in a cavalcade of friends and luminaries to join his pop oracle session. And now we're joined here at Starburns Industries by his friend, Christian Williams. Hello. Hello. Hi, Christian. And uh, are, do you do you also work in this guitar emporium where I guess that's where all of Joe's friends work? Yeah, all of Joe's friends work there. <laughs> yes. and, I, and I work there too, yeah. And uh, where, where are you from? I hear a... I'm from England. I'm from a town called Staines. Staines? In, in, in the west, it's like on the outskirts of West London. Okay. So I'm from, but I've uh, lived in Los Angeles for about 11 years now. So, uh, yeah, that's where I'm from. <laughs> I could see Wayne Failure live in Stains being a good. That could be a good title. That could be I a good stains. title. Yeah. yeah. No, what's a, what's has, a club in Stains that's a real? That's the equivalent of let's say, uh, Lot One Cafe or uh, like a, a live music singer songwriter yeah. style kind of place. Yeah. Um, Divey. Ooh, uh, the, I don't think I, I don't think there is one. I don't think there is you one. You have to leave ah. Stains to get a gig. You yeah. can't get a gig in Stains. Uh, I'm trying to think of where we used to play over there. Um, we played at a place called Diamonds and Denims when I was in a band over there that was a... Uh, Diamonds and Denims? That's great. Stains? Yeah. Yeah. On your Denims? That's yeah. yeah. Wayne Failer, live yeah. at Diamonds and Denims. In Stains. It doesn't exist anymore. It's called uh, Cheekies now. Diamonds ah. and Denims doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. But that place was a nightclub. Cheekies sounds like a strip club. Well, the Diamonds and Denims was a strip club, but on the top floor and on the bottom floor was a was a nightclub. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Di- Diamonds at the top. Top. Denims, Denims and, down below. That's correct. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Well, uh, I'm already excited. <laughs> I feel like I've, <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I well, I might be going to the UK in the fall. Okay. So now, should I check out Stains? You should definitely check out Stains. Yeah, yeah. I highly recommend it. Christian, what's your favorite chip shop in Stains? Favorite chip shop in yeah. Stains. Uh, you put me on the spot. I don't know, Joe. I'm now sorry. You're, I can't. Now you're just like speaking to cultural stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, that's She's a like, stereotype. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, have you met me yet? <laughs> um, Jack's Crit- fish and chips. There you go. There you go, Jack. <laughs> Jack. Shout out to Jack. Okay. Hey, Jack. Keep up. You just open the Jack will give you some free what chips when of, you get when you get back to Stains. What kind of vinegar does Jack use, and does he cut it with water? I've always tried. I've always wondered how. The fish and chips in the United Kingdom uh, cannot be reproduced 
outside of that island nation. I think they do cut it with water, yeah. I think they that's cut what they the do. vinegar with water, and if you're listening out there, H salt and all of you American uh, li- fake fish and chip places, there's something off, and it's definitely it has to do with the oil, perhaps, but you got to cut that vinegar with water. Yeah. You heard it here first. Cheap Joe Bourdais mm-hmm. is taking on Big Chip. <laughs> yeah. I'm announcing my candidacy as the uh, U.S. ambassador to the United Kingdom. Based on the fish and chips platform? <laughs> my, my fish and chips policy is extremely strict. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, okay, well... Uh, um, for some uh, reason, I really do feel like we're getting into some realm of some weird st- cultural stereotypes. I don't know. Help, I don't think it would help you get elected. I don't know, but who knows? Elections over well, in England are pretty, are pretty are, weird. Ambassadors are appointed. Oh yeah, as you're far just appointed. Know, yeah, so I'm basically lobbying. Uh, who am I lobbying? Who's in charge of that? I don't know. Send a letter to Paul McCartney and see see if you can. No, I want to be the American ambassador. Yeah, but he, I'm sure a good word from Paul will get... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah he's he's the fish and chip king. Yeah, hit him up. So, uh, <laughs> so are you... But I, are, you're also a musician? That's correct, yeah. Yes. I'm a musician, too. Singer-songwriter. Yeah? And do you play as... Uh, perform as Christian Williams or under a, a different moniker or with a band or... I go under Christian Williams, um... But I'm considering changing it because there is another Christian Williams out there who's who's, uh, who's very good. Really? Um, yeah, there's a guy called Christian Williams, and he plays too. And uh, so we, when we put tracks up, sometimes you know they get mixed up a little bit. But yeah, I go into Christian Williams. And uh, what are you thinking of, of of changing it to? I haven't got that far in my thinking yet. It's a it's a. Did you just find of, out about the other guy recently? Uh, no, I, I, it was uh, last year when I was putting the record out on. Uh, on Spotify, uh, the, the track got mixed up with his, and he kindly let me know, and uh, that's how I found out about him. And uh, yeah, but he's he said famous. I've been Christian Williams longer. It's yeah, a, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a growing problem with uh, the fact that so many thousands and thousands of people can all re- right. re- release their music on the same platform. Right, you've got a lot of redundancy of band name and even redundancy of name names. Yeah. Um, Tough to deal with, I suppose. Yeah, no, I've uh, I got I have two common two common names from different cultures. Andras is very common in Hungary. Jones, not so much. So I got, I guess maybe the, Are you, you know, Hungarian. I, I'm the name's Hungarian. I was uh, named after Hungarian. But. Uh, well, I love Gabor Zabo. Well, who doesn't love Gabor Zabo? Can we talk about Gabor Zabo? Go for it. I love Gabor Zabo. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do you tell our listeners who this G- G- Gabor Zabo is? Well, he was a jazz guitarist that uh, lived in the United States for most of his natural life uh, in California. And uh, he was uh, Hungarian and uh, fled uh, the troubles they had. Uh, and he was a... In one- World War Two, You mean World War Two or... Um, or after the con- this like was they, pre- had, they had problems with, with the Nazis and then they had problems with the communists. And they, had- they had a lot of problems. Yeah. Which Hungary's- problem he escaped specifically, I don't know. Read his biography Read from the goulash to gulag. Um, but uh, he was a, he, he played uh, popular music of the era um, very beautifully. Um, and this is jazz 50s, arrangements. 60s? Uh, 60s through 70s yeah. through the 80s, and he passed away, I believe, in the mid-80s. 
I'm not sure. Um, but uh, he was not taken very seriously by the New York-centric jazz community because he was playing playing popular music, but uh, he had a undeniable style and was a big influence on a lot of people, and like who including you, me. Who would you say is like uh, maybe who are his the biggest touch tones like acolytes? We'll get back to you, Christian. Sorry, we, we got to went down a little. Oh, uh, no, no. Zabo called the sack, but we're the, all learning. The big, learning. One, the big one is Carlos Santana. Okay. Uh, Santana's uh, phrasing comes a lot from Gabor Zabo and the ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and later, you know, Santana's influenced by Miles Davis a lot. But bef- I think before Miles pulled him really into fusion, he was, uh, he was thinking like Gabor of fusing popular music with instrumental music and uh, the results were his most successful stuff but uh, cool my favorite Santana record is Caravan Seri mm-hmm. which is an all instrumental thing not quite all instrumental but uh, um, that is uh, definitely has a lot of Gabor Zabo uh, phrasing and ideas in it and it's beautiful music there's a lot of people that poo-poo Carlos Carlos uh, yeah oh uh, well you know people like I said people say stuff just to say stuff sometimes you know if you're if you're if you have a negative opinion about something it better have be more than you just don't like it or just keep it to yourself that's my opinion or just <laughs> talk with other people who don't like that thing because yeah. you know I mean he's not my fa- Santana's not my favorite but again that's just like who cares what my favorite yeah. is unless we're talking about my favorites right. but like well I'm not scared I'll fly the flag and fly uh, it and I'll say Santana's uh, the shit and I'll say uh, listen to the early 70s uh, kind of proto-fusion yeah uh, Santana records if uh, if you uh, are into uh, melodic music uh, and in uh, uh, improvisation. And if you don't think you like the Grateful Dead very much and you're hanging out in San Francisco in the late 90s and someone says, hey, you should come to this Grateful Dead New Year's show because Carlos Santana is going to guest, and then you then you should go to it because you might actually like the Grateful Dead more. Because I did. That was happened to me. Oh, very yeah, nice. I had that experience. What year? I like probably like 96, 95, 97. Bill Graham Civic Center? Probably. Yeah. 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 Beautiful and room. They I've played loved everything they, I ever they saw. They came there. out and played Shakedown Street, produced by my my one of my favorites, your your hero, Lowell George, who yeah. we were talking about. And I was just like, you know, I might it, after five shows I might actually like this band. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. Well, Shakedown was, Street is uh, almost disc it's a disco track, isn't oh, it? Oh but God. But it's got oh, a, it's a, a Lowell George track. Grateful Dead disco yeah. track. It's got something else. So anyway, we got to get back to this guy. How how is <laughs> how how have you been influenced by Gabor Zabo, Christian? Oh, I don't anything. I don't know anything about him. Now but, you do. Um, now now you've I been, do. You'll but, never be the same. I'll never be the same. But you know, I do, I do want to say while we're on, on on the radio here that I want to thank Joe and also Wayne for turning me onto so many different artists that I'd never heard of before. I feel very lucky to have them as friends because they really have been a source of you know. Like they turn me on to a lot of music. You like know? what's something like that you feel like? Oh wow, I just never had this in my. I was mm. I was never aware of this Jeez, before. This, this, L- Scott L- Walker. Scott Walker. I mean, I, oh, I mean, yeah. I I really you know, I didn't know anything about about him. And uh, Joe was like, okay, well, you like these artists? Maybe you should check out <laughs> this. Yeah. What do you think of this? And I'm like, oh, whoa, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I was kind of late to the party with a lot of uh, artists, but and also. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, I would say Scott Walker a lot, you know. We listen to a lot of Miles Davis, things like that. And I think the people I listened to before, but Joe, you know, he, he knows a lot more. He's, you know, he's gone deep in a lot of these artists, and uh, it's always great to have friends like that who can, uh, yeah, 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 lead you down that rabbit hole. Yeah, well, it's fun. It's funner with friends, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't like sitting by myself listening to music, <laughs> though I do like to do that too. But uh, um, Christian is a multi-talented uh, artist. He he paints. Uh, he just watercolors. He does his own album artwork, poster artwork, uh, and uh, is also an actor. And uh, basically, he's a rena- he's a he's a renaissance man of, of of the arts. And every time I talk to him, he has a new project going, and uh, and he never stops. And he's always chasing it. And uh, and I like being around people. To chase it, yeah, yeah, and I'm lucky to be around Joe too because uh, just thinking uh, that one of the first shows I did in uh, Los Angeles as just a solo singer songwriter, aside from open mics, was at Rafa's Art Lounge. You remember that, <laughs> yeah, and that was a kind of a ragtag thing we pulled together at the last minute. But um, when you have friends you can go to and say, Hey, you want to do this? and then, yeah, like, yeah, I'm down, let's do it. And then that energy and that enthusiasm helps a lot, awesome, so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh, I hope we can get a, a track of yours to throw on at the end of this so people oh, can hear yeah. your music. Of course, yeah. And maybe even some artwork. When we post, post this, we do a blog and we can have video stuff. You have stuff from your acting. I'd love to, you know, if you're, as as, uh, as Joe said, the, the Renaissance artist, uh, a, a blog page is a perfect place to touch on all of it. Okay. I do have one question for you before we get to your question because sure. when I was a young actor, musician, you know, a creative type living in, in uh, Los Angeles, there were a lot of people who would say, well, which are you the most passionate about? And I always, I was, I, I really, uh, I did not like that question. I was like, why, I can eat and sleep. Why, no one ever asked me, do I, like they are different, they serve different functions, but yeah. do you? Um, it, and it feels like the business has changed significantly. Yeah. Now people are more. I have, can get that someone can have all these different areas because they're all tabs on their web page. Right. But yeah. do you do you encounter that people asking you to make a choice of, of focusing on one, or you um, feel like they feed each other? Uh, yeah, I mean, anytime you do a bunch of different things, um, you claim to be this, this, and this. Um, you know, I, you know, you'll find that musicians. If you, if you, if you're with a, hanging out with some musicians and you say, "Oh, I just recorded, a, I recorded some songs," and mm-hmm. they know you as someone who's an actor, then it can be a little harder to yeah to get their respect to get their respect. Yeah, but um, yeah, so there is that, and it goes the same way with acting. It's like mm-hmm. you, you can, if you're with uh, you're with the actor friends, and uh, you say, "Oh yeah, I just you know I'm trying to get on this, or I'm, I'm putting this film together," and then. It, it's a little harder because they know they can see you playing music shows, but um, to me it's always been you know since I was a child I've, I've always you know enjoyed probably you know the same with you too like you if you like drawing you you draw yeah. you know I was always drawing cartoons like the Beano as a kid that English uh, comic just copying you know cartoons and painting and then you know my parents were very very supportive of everything I did so to me it was you just allowed to do everything. Yeah. If you like doing it, then you should do that. If it keeps you happy, keeps you out of trouble, then go with that. So I um, I go with that. And, um, yeah, I really love doing all of those things. And I I, I don't think there's any any 
kind of criticism. I don't really experience any criticism, but even if there was any, I don't think it would stop me. Right. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just think more like from people in the business. So it's like like you meet a, a manager or an agent or something. Like that. Oh. What do you really want to do, kid? What do you really want to do? Like I I, I, I don't know. Be happy. <laughs> yeah. No money in that, kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's all it's publishing. All... Publishing, that's where the money's at. Yeah. Why yeah. am I why am I talking with that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's how they Another talk. cultural stereotype. Um no, I, I don't I don't really experience any 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 of that. I mean it's all difficult if you're really trying to do anything. If you're trying right. to get anything out there, it's challenging and it's it's hard. And yeah. um and the work tends to speak for itself, really. I mean you just you, Right. You, at the end of the day that's all you have and you don't have to explain yourself to anybody is how I feel about it. Let know. the work do the explaining. Yeah. So, yeah. well, let's get to your question for the Pop Oracle, Christian. Okay, okay. Now, let me just try and reframe this question in my mind. Remember what Focus I was saying. Focus in. So my question for the Pop Oracle <laughs> is, should I hold on to my dream of one day living in paradise? Should you hold on to your dream of one day living in paradise? And the specific... Yes, yeah, thank you. I can get more specific with yes, that. Yes, please do. Should I hold on I like to my... vague. <laughs> you like the vague? All right, we'll yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we need more. Should need I more hold fodder. on to my dream of one day living in Paradise Cove? Okay. <sighs> Paradise Cove. He, okay. t- he mentioned Paradise Cove, so now we can talk about The Rockford Files. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite TV show. Uh, I knew that's what this is Jim Rockford. Leave a message after the beep. Hey, Jim! I need my money back! Beep! And now, to engage the Pop Oracle, you get to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 na. Wheel of Eight. And that was, that is, song number three. Oh, which has already come up before. So oh. we are now. Oh no 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 no! We're gonna switch to the cards. Oh okay okay. So how does that work? We have the cards here. I'll take four of them out. And uh, Joe, would you mind doing the honors of holding the cards for Christian okay. to pick? One, two, three, and four have been. So I'm gonna play a little music for you. Okay. And now, to engage the Pop Oracle, you get to pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a, kick, 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 an eight. Song number eight is Spaceship Orion. Oh, that's fun. Oh, good, okay. Should you hold on to your dream of one day living in Paradise Cove? Okay, this is a cover song that I love to play. It is called Spaceship Orion by the Ozark Mountain Daredevils. When the man comes to you Tells you what you always knew was coming
You feel it came twice as fast You always thought the world would last way past you But now you find There's nothing left around you Spaceship Orion's there Waiting to part the air above you Waiting to take you Waiting to place you In a world exactly different And if you find it, man, you're lucky But it still won't feel the same It can be like home Well, it can be like home To you there Can be like home. Well, it can be like home to you there. Well, it can be like home. Well, it can. That was Spaceship Orion from Joe Bourdais, a cover of an Ozark Mountain Daredevil's song that uh, is the answer to Christian's question about Paradise Cove that set us on to thinking about Rockford Files. And there's a whole lot of 70s going on here. I have my own major 70s sync that's pretty intense. But before we get into it, Joe, tell us a little about this song and why, why you love this song so. Uh, I just think it's just a pretty song. It's on uh, it's on their first album. Uh, the production's beautiful. The song is basically uh, what's the structure? It's a it's a A section and a coda. Um, it's an abnormal song structure. Uh, it's an abnormal theme. It's about going away on a spaceship and. Uh, can it be like home up there? You know, uh, it's it's melancholy. It's tragic, but it's but you're moving on to something else. You don't know what it is, but it can be like home to you there. You know, it's I don't know. It's crazy. It's Some crazy sort song. of Bowie-inspired space folk. 
from the yeah. Ozark Mountain. What does Spaceship Pedals. Orion look like? Is it the sh- <clears throat> does it look like the constellation? But it wouldn't because the space. Because from it, space, Orion doesn't look like Orion. When you, when you first said it, I thought it, I was thinking it was like an Irish guy. <laughs> a spaceship Orion. I'm a spaceship Orion. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, that for cultural. Yeah, we're just we're just. <laughs> yeah, we're, so a lot of a lot of a lot of white cultural stereotypes here, from England to Ireland to your sort of. Hollywood Jewish manager. So, right. uh, so uh, Christian, tell us a little bit about the background of, I mean, not the background of the song, about what you thought about how that song and how that song answered your question and what it is about Paradise Cove. Is it its, is its connection to Rockford Files that draws you to Paradise Cove? Do you want to live in a trailer with your with your dad, Rocky, who will get recast after the pilot as with a different actor? <laughs> it was a good recast. Yeah. Noah Berry. Oh, yeah. But, he, but if you ever go back and watch the pilot, you're like, who is this? Rockford has a different dad in the first one. It had to be done. Yeah. Um, it's not because, well, the Rockford Files, yeah, uh, Joe is actually another one who was. He turned I, you on. Yeah, he to, turned me on oh, that too, you know. Uh, he's like, you want to move to Paradise Cove? Well, yeah. I got a show for you. No, it was like that. It was like that. It was like, well, Get in my gold Trans Am and let's go. Yeah. No, um, I, I went there. I, I, I uh, visited there one time. They have that really nice uh, trailer park is the mobile home park up mm-hmm. there and um you know it's walking distance to the beach and everything and i just when i was there i thought wow this would this seems like the most ideal place to ever live but it seems it, it's kind of you know it's kind of pricey and it's uh maybe, almost alien yeah yeah it, it is it is kind of alien over there it is like um you it, it's just a different alien place but and, does it feel like home that's 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 where the question lies. Maybe maybe there was a yearning for it though for you. There is. You, a, said, it, you said it was a dream, right? It was a um, yeah. It's yeah. it's because it's by the ocean. It's it's very close to the ocean. Um, it's a very primal. It seems like a very kind of primal place to live. You're kind of exposed to the elements. Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of it feels safe, but it also feels a little dangerous because of the the ocean or the you know the seas kind of. Um, it's like imposing. It's a little bit scary, and it very nearly burnt up. And it, yeah, very recently. Oh yeah, with uh, the you know tragically over there in paradise with the fire and everything that got me questioning my dream. Oh yeah. So that, I, this is a genuine question I have of whether you know I this is a well a good dream to have. You know, I, I, have a, I have a couple of ideas. The big synchronicity for for me is this: my first. Like the record that I'm, there must have been other records that sort of blew my. I remember having like memories of listening to maybe Beatles or like I remember Cecilia on the record player or the the music from Zorba the Greek. My dad or like that was a, a big record in the household. But the first record that was mine, I don't even know how I got it. it was a KTEL record from 1974, 75, called Mindbenders, and on that record was the Ozark Mountain Daredevils doing. Uh, they did. I, I get it. See, I get them confused with the Rhythm Aces because they ah, were both on that somewhere. record. And there was a song you played in the in the second uh, to Mike Gormley's question, mm-hmm. where there was a musical like a musical phrase in it that reminded me, I think, of uh, Third Rate Romance by Rhythm oh, Aces. That's and then Aces, yeah. Ozark Mountain Dare- Daredevils was if you want to get to heaven, you mm-hmm. got to raise a little hell. Yeah. So both those re- those songs were like going through my head, through my young my young mind, which was also the same time 
as the Rockford Files. And even though the Rockford Files wasn't on that record, there was a time when also TV show theme songs were actually singles, like the theme from SWAT was a single and Welcome Back Cotter was a single. And the theme from Rockford Files was actually a single. Yeah, and I believe it charted. I believe that was an instrumental. Oh, yeah. Quasi hit. Was that a Mike hit. Post? Was Mike that a post production? Mike, another Mike Post yeah. song. Yeah, I'd say that's one of the best of all time. That thing. Yeah. Oh, the, I love with it. The mini Moog synth. Yeah, I've I've used and it harmonica many times. Yeah, everything. It's just a yeah. Every it's just a groovy, groovy song. So there's, I guess there's just again this uh, this yearning, like the dream of paradise yeah. is like something in the past. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. No. And. You can still yearn for it, but what's actually in the present is probably not the same thing right. that you're dreaming of. Right. Yes. You're yeah. dreaming of getting to California before it burned up, right? Right, right. Yeah. 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 And so much of what we idealize is is, is from past nostalgic, uh, you know, from memories, things that hit us really hard in the past. But, you know, time times change and maybe those dreams aren't appropriate. <laughs> and what is the name of the Ozark Mountain Daredevil song that I was into? If you want to get to heaven, you got to raise a little hell. <laughs> if you want to get to paradise, yeah. <laughs> you better have another beer. Which is a killer okay. song. Yeah. Oh. Um, you know, one note about uh, Spaceship o- Orion is that I believe the actual lyrics are, it can't be like home to you there, mm. uh, which I'm not sure. I can't remember. Uh, that is correct. I'm looking at the lyric. I brought well, the lyrics up. Yeah, but the online... Online lyrics I don't trust always, you know. Is it printed from a liner note? That's YouTube. Right. Okay. Well, who knows? I don't know. It's either it can be like home to you there or it can't be like home to you there. It's And, and to me, it doesn't matter. It's like uh, Lennon in Revolution saying, if yeah. we talk about destruction, count me out. In. in. Yeah. It can be like home to you there. It can't be like home to you there. It's 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 yeah. a mental thing. Perhaps. Yeah, no, it's well, uh, it's uh, I mentioned Schrodinger's cat before, and it's that idea that when that until it is, it's all potential. Mm-hmm. It simultaneously can you can until you're there, you simultaneously mm-hmm. can and can't be there. I've been reading a lot about that now. Actually, there's a book called uh, uh, the, "The Magic in Your Mind" by mm-hmm. U.S. Anderson. Have you heard of this book? No. Uh, yeah, I, was, I was telling Joe about it the other week. Uh, um, so he tells me things. Too. I, I tell Joe stuff too. It's a two-way yeah. street. It's a two-way street. Yeah, that's right. And he talks a lot about that—the potentiality of you know everything is how everything exists already. Everything we are all an expression of God, whatever that may be. All uh, future potentialities already exist within us, and um, we have to just let ourselves go and uh, relax our mind in order to fully let those ideas express themselves. So everything that's What's going to happen or should happen has already happened. And, uh, you know, everything that's meant to be will be if we just let it happen. Yeah. Okay, sirrah, sirrah. Okay, sirrah, sirrah. So, what, so what's the answer to the, to, I mean? The, uh, well, I think, I mean, the, this, <laughs> as you see, the, there's no, there's, there's a reflection. There's, yeah. there's a lot of potential answers. But yeah. there's, the song is about place, about going to an alien place and, wondering if you can feel at home there and as someone who is mm. a an alien who has mm. come from another land yeah. to find your place here whether we're talking about paradise cove mm. or about paradise 
as of you know as someone in a new land yeah. i think that the fact that you got that song yeah that makes sense. and i would also maybe look i would i would uh maybe do a little research i don't have all of the archetypal knowledge about Orion, but mm-hmm. I would maybe do a little deep dive. Maybe when I when I write the blog about it, I'll do a little research. Yeah. And I would, if I were you, I'd go and look at maybe what Orion has to teach me. Yeah, you know, whether it's you know something in the story of mm-hmm. Orion as a as a mythical figure or its astrological resonance. Okay. But there's a lot there to work with. Oh, Plus, wow. maybe uh, check out some KTEL. Uh, compilations from the seventies. There's a lot of stuff to and check watch out some today. Rockford what Files. What was that comp called? Mind, mind Benders. Oh, mind Benders. I'm just okay. We're gonna let you go, but I. <laughs> when I go back to this and look at it, it's like what an education Mind Bender KTEL gave me. So, KTEL was a mail order. Uh, it must music have been. Service. So song one was Neil Sedaka, Bad Blood. Then Hot Chocolate, You Sexy Thing, Kiss, Rock and Roll All Night. LaBelle, Lady Marmalade, produced by Alan Toussaint. Uh, Spinners, they just can't stop the games people play. Well, then so, there's a bad... Soul, Sal Soul Orchestra, Tangerine, I don't know about much about that. Then Jigsaw, Low Fire, War, Low Rider, 10cc, I'm Not in Love, Ozark Great Mountain, song. Daredevils, mm. If You Want to Get to Heaven, um, <laughs> George Baker Selection... Paloma Blanca, you remember that? Yeah. Uma Paloma. That wasn't so good, but still, it's it's right in the zone. <laughs> then the Ohio Players, Love Roller Coaster, Rhythm Heritage, Theme from SWAT, Elton John, Rocket Man, The Stampeders, Hit the Road Jack, and then uh, the uh, Third Rate Romance, The Rhythm Aces, yeah. with Third Rate Romance. And uh, isn't it nice how eclectic the pop charts were back then? I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so wow. Casey and the Sunshine Band. That's the way I like it. ABBA, SOS, War, Bolero, Ace, How Long, and it ended with, after Third Rate Romance, C.W. McCall, Convoy. That, for for me as a kid, that was just like, that. I look back and it's like, I couldn't have got a better no way, introduction yeah. to music. Yeah, All that stuff, from Kiss to Elton John to all, yeah. uh, just to Convoy. Yeah. Anyway. Shout out to KTEL. That's I. You yeah, want to find out. Paradise? Yeah. <laughs> find it on a KTEL comp. compilation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, Christian. Oh, thank you. And for and I hope you find your paradise somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I think it already exists. It's right here inside all of us right now. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andros Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Starts out with 
messages and cigarettes at her place when you're driving around for miles you hear about her day Just as long as you say But you don't know the half of it It ends up with alcohol When you're flying around for hours There's nothing left to say So you don't have to raise your voice Just as long as you admit That you don't know the half of it So wait Just as long as you admit that you don't know the half of it.